Welcome back to another edition of the No Further Comments podcast, a.k.a. the NFC. I'm your co-host, Alex Meacham. And to my left... To the left. ...is the very talented... Uh-huh. ...very well-informed... That's right. ...usually penless... We got a pen at the studio waiting. That was mine, actually. You Whatever. stole it from me. It's two of them. Thief. No Venmo. No no Venmo. <laughs> no Snapchat. No Snap. But he is a local fashion icon. He is Glenn Riley. What's up? I want to tell you this, Glenn. What's up? Venmo has partnered with a lot of businesses okay. around the country, and so people can pay their bills through Venmo. It's picking up. How many ways do we need to send money beyond the, the existing ways? Now, I want to tell you this. The number one social media app amongst teens and young adults is... Snapchat? Yes, sir. Okay. Can you guess the second? Mm, Instagram, right? Facebook. Okay. Now, this is this is teens and young adults. Okay. So, I'm assuming that college, yeah, yeah. maybe slightly out, would, would, would uh, constitute right, Well, I mean, Facebook is dominant. I mean, that's, that's number one by, by Mal in, in larger world. Eventually, you grow up, you got to get a Facebook page. It's, Absolutely. It's just, just, I agree. just the way it is. Third is, is Instagram. Okay. Then, uh, Which is owned by Facebook, so you know, same same people. Then Twitter, then blah blah blah. Twitter's getting whack. See, I think well, here's the thing with Twitter, though, Glenn. Twitter provides so two things. It provides a lot of information. So a lot of college people love Twitter because you can get so many sports updates quickly on Twitter, even faster than you can the ESPN app. Yeah, but and then secondly, when there are big events and and uh, Mario can. He can chime in on this, but on big events, yeah, no, man, Twitter is the best. I don't know, Mar- uh, our super producer Mario in his house. What's up, Mario? Another day living. There you go. Do you agree with that? When a, a big event is happening, is is Twitter popping or what? I mean, I, I I won't even lie. Sometimes I won't even watch certain things if I know I can live stream it on. Twitter. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I already know what's happening, so I don't really need to. I don't feel like I need to tune in. Well, here, here's something we need to tune in for. The 54th loss of the Sacramento Kings happened a couple of days ago, and, and 53 was the number that that we needed to guarantee um, less than 30 for the year. So somebody's on the hook for for a Chipotle gift card coming up. Mario, that, that is correct. Any thoughts on that, Mario? It was a bad year for for teams reaching. It might be nine teams that don't don't make um, thirty wins this year. It was the NBA lower class, and the Kings were amongst them. Mario, no, nah, I mean we made the bet. He, bow, I mean, bow down to the sports knowledge of Glenn Riley. <laughs> I won't bow down to it, but you know, I lost the bet. It won't that, be the first bet I lost. It that's two the- though. We're, we got. A, I got a streak going. No, oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's going to lead us to episode 46. This is going to be um, a podcast that is different than anyone that we've ever done because we are talking about specific, the city of Cincinnati. It's an all-Cincinnati podcast. Yep. And usually we have a structure and a format, but, but today we're throwing it all out the window. We're throwing it out. We're, we're, we're blowing out the budget. We're... we're, we're it's thirty percent off, like like Toys R Us. <laughs> We're just going in. We're just. I have written down, Glenn. I have about sixty just names oh, and, and things based on the city of Cincinnati. Okay. And I'm sure as we go through and I just read different names, you'll have a reaction. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, we we can just vibe off of that. However, I I do wanna I do wanna set the stage with a couple things before we start to go in. And All right. We said, and then I'm, I'm going to do this quickly here. We said this is number 46, episode 46. Okay. And usually in the past we've played, played the Jersey game, and I think it's only right with Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Reds. We do um, bring somebody up um, that wore number 46 for the Cincinnati Reds. And I, I don't know if you know who this is. Okay. I, I sure didn't. Jim Maloney. Okay. Pitcher. Yeah. Cincinnati Reds wore number 46. Won 134 games, pitched 11 years okay. with the Reds, pitched two no-hitters. Yeah, if si- I remember about, about the name. So you remember. He's in the Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame. Now, he signed with the Reds in 1959 okay. for $100,000. Jim Malone, Cake. ladies and gentlemen. Cake. 
I've never heard of him. You heard of Pete Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. Pete Johnson went number 46 with the Bengals. There you go. The 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 fattest running back in Bengals history. How tall was he? Uh, I don't know. I think he was decent size. Like maybe, um, I don't know, 5'11", 6 foot. Yeah. Okay. How much did he weigh? Uh, I don't know. His son, I think, stays in Columbus. Does like um, I I don't I don't know anybody know somebody who knows him. I think he does like promotions and around Columbus. And Party stuff. promotion promotion. I believe so. Yeah. Nice, Ivan. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, quickly. Yeah. The track that led us into this podcast. Yeah. T- tell them about that. I forget the name. Is it is it resp? What, what's the name of Mario? Is it respiration? Yeah, it's called respiration. Okay, yeah, respiration. It's um Black Star joint produced by Cincinnati's own high tech. That's um Black Star's most deaf and, and Talib Kweli and the song featured um Common or whatever who who had a Cincinnati connect because his cousins used to stay in Bond Hill and stuff. So he, he said that's like his original inspiration where his cousins who um were like that in the Bond Hill crew and stuff from um Cincinnati. So that's kind of why we picked that joint up. Yeah, in some interviews, uh, Common says that the Bond Hill crew influenced him. Yeah. Now, Common dated a girl from Cincinnati for a long time. Okay, didn't yeah. know that. I saw him on, at a ga- at a BP on Reading Road. Oh wow! Years and years ago, <laughs> Green Range Rover. Okay, just gave him a head nod. Who Who is the girl one? I don't know. Okay, we got we got that, that's, that's another podcast. We got we got out 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 the the the. the Former girlfriends are come and do some research now. Also, t- talk about this. So, high tech from Cincinnati, obviously, um, Black Star, Quali, uh, and Most Def. Quali um, and Most Def are from New York, correct? Yeah, I believe so. Right? They they pretty much recorded most of their stuff here. Yeah, in Cincinnati. Quali got um, hooked up. My friend Amari um, knew. Quali and also new high tech and apparently I think he's the one that made the introduction and that's how that kind of started off. So we can thank your friend for the great music. Yeah, yeah. Follow him on on, on Luminati on um on Instagram. His name is what? Luminati. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they recorded a lot of that stuff downtown. I forget the name of the studio they recorded at. Yeah, I, I used to go down there. I did. Yeah. I did um, a logo of high tech back in the day. His his gold his um. His diamond piece that was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I designed it no. and, and got two hundred dollars for it. Yeah, <laughs> shout out, shout out to High Tech for that, for that, that, that got, one fifth stack. <laughs> good, good money in, in the late nineties, people. Yeah, yeah, you weren't making as much good money. You weren't making as much as Jim Maloney though. In <laughs> yeah, sure, sure wasn't. Hey, so um, did you know? And I, I'm sure you did, but High Tech, obviously, you know, when he started recording the Black Star stuff, he started to. Rise within the music world from a production standpoint, but you yeah. know, he connected up with yeah, Dr. Dre. Dre. Yeah, yeah. When there were a lot of tracks that High Tech did that he never got officially credit for, okay. Dre got credit for those tracks. I'd be interested to hear which ones they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? Not, do you know any of those songs? Do, do you know that that High Tech recorded with him? No, I mean I know that that's that's long been a thing that Dre had like underling producers yeah. and then so who knows non disclosure agreements? Who can tell? Yeah, no doubt. So the name uh, Cincinnati Queen in the Queen City also was another name. Do you know how Cincinnati got the name Queen City? Mm, no. Nah. Man, you're supposed to be like random knowledge. Let's, let's, let's get, get this cracking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You're supposed to know this Cause, stuff. Because Freddie Mercury was born here. I don't know. Just just make, yeah, make it up. Yeah, well, there we go. All right. So the one thing I think about Cincinnati is, I mean, like a lot of cities, it's, it's very new, unique. Cincinnati's very convenient. Uh-huh. I, I travel more than you, Glenn. And, yep. you know, the cities that I go to, even the, the, the obviously the big cities, it's tough to get around. It's tough to get to places. Like, if you want to enjoy all the different parts of New York, L.A., even Chicago. Oh, yeah, that's cities, a problem. Yeah, you, got you, you have to, you have to spread that out. Yeah. yeah. You, you have to have a game plan yeah. for that trip. Cincinnati... You you can hit all the spots. Yeah, but that's most cities. I mean, you know, with the exception of about six. Uh, in some like some like ways. Atlanta is is a, is 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 a beast. Like Atlanta's messed up. Houston has more pure square footage than any other city I think in the country. 
L.A.'s traffic is well documented. Obviously, Manhattan is a is a monster in and of itself. D.C. and Chicago. But beyond that, like, I don't think you have too much problems when you get to, like, your Indianapolis's, your Columbus, your Cleveland's, your Pittsburgh, your secondary cities in the in the country. But Do you but, consider Cincinnati a secondary? I don't consider it the top level. Like, like I basically consider your, your – take your NFL, Major League ba- Baseball – NBA teams like those cities that are probably a conglomeration, maybe 45 cities that are like you normally consider your major cities in the country. And then you go from there. Like, like Ohio basically has three major cities and that's Columbus, Cleveland, Cincinnati. And then you have like the tertiary cities like Dayton and Toledo and Akron. And you know what I'm saying? Like that's like a a third level, but Mm -hmm. like, the major cities are basically the top 10 population cities in the country and stuff like that. The major metropolitan areas, you know what I mean? Okay. So, so looking at Cincinnati, what are, what are the, <laughs> what are the areas that you like to go to in Cincinnati? Like what, what are the, what are the spots Glenn Riley goes and hits up for what? Just to, to chill anything. I mean, you can catch me Eden park, the, the library at the art museum that that's my, that's my, my, Super chill spot. I might go there. That 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 that's that's peak Glen relaxation. The the library at the art museum has a library. Okay, and it's pretty much all visual books. It's not like like mm-hmm. like literature. It's like pretty much like if you just had you know Picasso and you open it up and it's just a, all the every single Picasso painting, and then they have like all the fashion houses. So if you went to like Louis Vuitton and they have like a, a whole Louis Vuitton book and it's, it's just, this is a chill spot. They got like a lot of, you know, I mean, it's just all, anything that just photo or painting related they have there. And I mean, even kids books and stuff. And it's just, it's just a chill place to relax. And Sounds go. boring to me. Yeah. But I mean, but that's what I'm saying. It, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking of it because of its chill, chill effect. <laughs> yeah. All right. Where else? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm Mr. Mall, so I mean, I always, I always do that. Um, now, didn't you didn't you recently go to like Forest Fair and walk around? I've been this year, but I, I I do that on occasion. The the ghost town that is Forest Fair Mall. Is there anything in there right now, shop wise? On the interior, probably not. There, there's one place that has like old video games. Okay, and. I think that's it. There, there, there was um, like a consignment shop as well in there, and beyond that, everything else is kind of like available from the outside. Well, the, it's the I think it's a gym too, like a mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. It, it's it's a bizarre experience to walk through Forest Fair though. Oh, I, yeah. I, I suggest people do it, but they won't. They won't. <laughs> they won't take heed to that suggestion. <laughs> no. Where else? Anywhere else? Uh. I mean, I don't know, man. Like it's 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 kind of. I spend most of my days at, at home or at work, man. Like when when I'm out, it's just it's just random, man. Mario, I want you to chime in on this. You're a Cincinnati guy, born and raised, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, where are some of the spots you like to go to in Cincinnati? Nah, well, just it just depends. Uh, obviously, you can always catch me down at corporate. You know, if if I get an off day. Okay. Uh, either Hyde Park or over the Rhine area. Okay. Uh, shout out to Matt. Shout out to Matt. Matt, get, uh, Matt gets sick of him just hanging around, not buying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I do buy stuff, but uh, I've actually uh, I've been big in the BBC like the past couple months. Okay. Oh, you talking about gear? Yeah. Being a boys club. Okay. But other than that, I mean, nighttime you might you'll catch me downtown usually. What's your nice spots, Mario? Uh. Usually I go to like Scene or Righteous Room. Okay. Igbees. Okay. I'm starting to step step my game up going to Igbees now. Uh, <laughs> that's a little that's that's a little more classy. Little, exactly. I don't know what these places are. Igbees. Yeah, yeah Igbees. Um, Scene and Righteous. Uh, it just got a little too ratchet for me, Mario. Yeah, but you I agree mean, with that? Yeah. yeah okay. Most definitely. I mean, but you got to imagine they took away Ivy now. So, oh, Ivy's gone. Yeah, Ivy's gone. It's about I to, didn't know that. Yeah, it's about to become an upscale restaurant now. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so check for that in a couple in a couple of months. Yeah, I haven't heard of any of these places. But uh, we know Glenn. Nah. <laughs> other than Righteous that, Room. 
So 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 have, oh, and have Jekyll a lot, too. Have a lot of the people from Ivy then trickled over to Righteous and Scene, and then have some of those people trickled over to Igby's or what? Uh, most of the people uh, ventured over. Now they just go to Scene because it used to be a thing where people would go to Scene to start and then go to Ivy to you know to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now everybody just you know go to Scene or they might go to just Jekyll now. If it ain't Scott Sheridan related club, I don't mess with. But um, I still check out Tina's. Uh, it's a local bar downtown. Okay. Uh, it's a nice little chill spot. Uh, Which one got the coldest chicks? Nah, probably same. Okay. Or Jekyll. Just depends on the night and who's there. Like Little John was just at Jekyll on Saturday. I heard he was down there. Yeah. Did you go? It, no, it was crazy. I know a lot of people went. I couldn't go out Saturday. I was so... Friday I had a night. Just just put it like that. And, Uh-oh. Where'd you go? And Saturday was my recovery day. Where'd you go? I went to uh, Mario Rusconi's. and the It was a party at Rusconi's. Oh, okay. Yeah, was Wavy Moe DJing? Nah, nah. Uh, he was not. Uh, Bandcamp was there. Oh, was he? Yeah, okay. Him and uh, DJ Primetime. Shout out Bandcamp, the yeah. official DJ of the Indiana Pacers. Shout out DJ yeah. Primetime. Really good dude. Yeah. Bandcamp's. You know Bandcamp? Yeah. It, really good dude. Both of them are good dudes. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, now Rusconi's is a spot, though. Some, this summer. I think they're about to capitalize because they they put a back patio okay. down there now. Oh, they're about to capitalize this summer. Okay, so like you know the whole. It's kind of it's a kind of an often off the beaten path spot. Kind of, sort of, yeah. But it's because it, these all downtown. Yeah, okay. like Rusconi's is actually it's a pizza. Yeah, right? it's, it's a pizza a place. Restaurant, yeah, okay. But they they turn into a club at night. Yeah, but when I tell you, the the pizza is so good. Actually, uh, let me stop you real quick, Mario. He wants to you save know, that because we're going to talk no, no, about no. pizza later. No, I, no, that's not the reason why. Okay. You've been to Rusconi's. Remember the one time we went down there? It was you and I because they had like a, a hip-hop tribute thing and like a bunch of people were freestyling. It was just like five or six years ago. Remember Scott Sheridan? It was downtown. You don't remember that? Yeah, yeah. But that one, that, that was us called Rusconi's? Now it is. Okay. Yeah, well, yes. I've been to the, the, the... Yes. I think I had their pizza... Is it kind of like like some avant-garde pizza? I haven't had their pizza. If that's the same place, if it's the place that that was yes afterwards that I had their pizza, it was, it was quiet. They they had like I was down there like their opening day and they were giving out like free pizza. Yeah, man. Yeah, they were you like tell a brother. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. It, was, it was like like force. It wasn't like like whole pizzas, but it was it was quality. Yeah, but Rusconi's is is nice though. They got a basement too. But th- I think this summer is going to be really nice for them. OTR is going to be really big again this summer. What are the spots on in OTR? Jekyll and Hyde's down there, right? No, well, not anymore. They moved it. it well, you, uh, I thought Jekyll was on. Jekyll is on a on a uh, what's it now? That's it used to be Mint. It's on the square now. Okay, so. Oh, the old mint, old mint. Yeah, the old mint. Okay. So yeah, now it's called Jekyll. But uh, I know what you're talking about. But you know, it used to be it used to be called Jekyll. And I forget what it's called now. Okay. But they shut down one half of it now, like the dance floor. Uh huh. I they, remember the yeah, dance floor. Yeah, they shut it down, and now you can only go to the bar side. Really? Yeah. It's There's not a lot of room in there. No, nah, but Mr. Pitiful's uh, got really yes. big down there. Mr. Pitiful's. That was the yeah yeah yeah. The yeah. drinkery is big down there. Mr. Pitiful's still there. Yeah. Okay. O- OTR Live is big. Uh, well, it's because it's, that's where they do like concerts and stuff. Oh, yeah. But, former Scott Sheridan spot. But what, the, OTR, OTR Live? Live yeah. Okay. But the patio lounge down in OTR, it's like the other half of OTR Live. Uh huh. But because Neon's is not there anymore. I saw that close down. Yeah. They're supposed to, they're going to reopen it this summer on a different street. Okay. Down in OTR. But. How do clubs open and close like that? Is it just about the wave? Like you just hot one one month and then you just fall off? Well, no, they're actually just going to a different location. No, I'm talking about them in particular. I'm just saying, if if I give you, if we had this podcast five years ago, and if we have the same podcast five years from now, there'd be three separate groups of clubs with like zero making it from. The first one to the mm-hmm. third one, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, there's obviously got to be a reason behind it. I don't know the answer to yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's so funny to me, like like well, that you could have someplace downtown Cincinnati, by the way, and it's just like, yeah, this was the way for a while, and but, now we ain't on it. But the thing is, though, in Cincinnati, and this is uh, something that, like, since I've been able to like go out to clubs, mm-hmm. no club has has lasted. Yeah, like, clubs shut down so frequently. That's out. what. That's what. Th- he, th- yeah. This is the point I'm making. Yeah. No. And, 
I, I just think they maybe they just run their course. But the, yeah, the, the, but they, it's so crazy the the amount of that goes into something that you probably know isn't going to like survive like three years. You know what I mean? That's like, I mean, I guess you make your money in that time theoretically, but it, but I, I, I'd love to know the finances of like, of just clubs and bars that, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't last any time. But that might yet, be a question for Scott Sheridan. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to have Scott Sheridan. What? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, but I, I don't know. It could just be really a Cincinnati thing. Cause it's I mean, not, man. It's every place. Yeah. Everybody's hey. clubs is, is – nobody stands the test of time. But the thing is I wonder why clubs don't last, but restaurants usually do. Uh, a restaurant has a more of a of a structure behind, like, you know, if people like your meal, they like your meal. But, like, a club is kind of, like, based on, a like, a scene and a crowd that's going there. And it's le- it seems less fickle. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, one thing I do, I do think that stays is uh, you look at those college bars. Those those usually always yeah, yeah. stay the same. Because, but, they all, but they have, like, a captive audience. A- absolutely. Yeah. And another thing that could hurt them is uh, you think about it. I mean, I don't know how much rent is for, like, a space. But, you know, people usually mostly go out on certain nights, like Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday if it's an event. But you don't hear too many people going out Monday through, you know, Monday through Thursday. So you can only make a certain amount of profit on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, And I, mean, I, think, and I think that's why college bars and you well, want to call yeah. them clubs last what they do well because – College kids are always partying. Yeah. It could be Monday, yeah, and, Tuesday and you, night. Yeah, and you can just have something like if we just have a short order cook in here, we can make money every day. Yep. Well, and also you got to think during uh, the during the, like the school year, during like football and basketball season, if it's a big game after the game, yeah, go out for you know if it's a basketball game on a Wednesday and it's a big game, then you yeah, go out to the gonna, bar. Yeah. yeah. But come summer though, then they got they got to deal with the. But people, the, the but, migrants. That's true. But, yeah, but the, that's that's good for the business, though. The, like you know, you gotta because the school is out in the summertime, so you lose that business. But then you got the people coming from Westchester to Clifton. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you're, that, that's UC in particular. But I'm saying, but if you're like in Oxford, Ohio, oh yeah, when, yeah. when the summer comes, you 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 might as well sh- you, shut down. You make your money during the school year. Yeah. Let's get let's get this Cincinnati thing started, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? We were. Was, we, we, we were talking about the the, the, the this is good stuff, guy. You are Mario. I'm gonna give you some credit. When it comes to nightlife information, Mario's the king of the night. I look to Mario. Mario's our, our John Travolta. <laughs> nah, nah. Ma- Mario, real quick, do you do you ever go up to Mount Adams? Uh every once in a while. It's not what it used to be. It's I, not. It's it, changed. Yeah, it changed a lot. And I think it's because uh, it's, it's a lot of people going up there. Like it's the scene that not a lot of people want to be around anymore. <laughs> you yeah. said that. You said that's so politically See, correct. Well, I mean, that's why I don't. The reason I don't go out a lot is because when I was young, shit happened. <laughs> Real talk. Like uh-huh. cl- clubs was dangerous. Like 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 too much nonsense what? went down mm-hmm. from, from. What what clubs are you talking about? Uh, just like. The Bond Hill clubs and all the stuff that was up, up on up on Reading Road and stuff. Okay, and and, and then um, when I was like of of drinking age, um, like skippers and everything was like popping off, and it was just kind of like, you know, these things would jump off, and it Talk wasn't about the hood clubs. Yeah, well, I mean, we weren't we weren't big enough of a town to have more than one black club popping at the time, mm-hmm. and like, and this was when, like nowadays, it's kind of like oh. There's just like a, a a club black folks and white folks kind of go to, you know, equally and stuff now. But like back in the day, <laughs> tis was not like this. Mm-hmm. What well, you haven't been to a club in what? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, maybe three years. I mean, I might go just because somebody's having something. Okay, no, and okay. I'll go like a restaurant at night that's not like officially a club. But as far as going to like twice in a year or something, probably been. 12, 13 years. Yeah. Been a, been a grip. Well, if you need any advice, uh, call Mario. <laughs> I meet my girls online now. <laughs> <laughs> That's your club? That's a, your club Facebook? Facebook? Facebook the club. No charge. <laughs> no cover charge, baby. But, or, or you could always just do take the Mario route, meet them online, and then meet them at the club. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it. Mario got the game yeah. today, boy. But instead, instead of meeting her at the club, you uh, meet them on a... Uh, lonely street. 
What? Is that sinister stuff? Creepy. Killing them? What? Nah, in a well lit area in in in, in um at the mall. <laughs> yeah. At Forest Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Me, 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 me at Forest Fair. <laughs> That's creepy as a mug. But not by, by the video game store. But yeah, you know, I mean those are usually just the places I go in Cincinnati. Uh, I really don't. It's not really much of a. An area that I haven't really ventured to in Cincinnati that I'm like I need to go that to go there because I mean I've been through Westchester obviously I grew up in uh, Walnut Hills so I, I mean I always I didn't know that yeah grew up in Walnut Hills yeah that's what's up all right let's let's jump into some of this stuff here <clears throat> I know there are a lot of things that we can talk about one of the things that's been very popular and I know some of the stuff's going to be repetitive from other podcasts but but Cincinnati is very well known for food okay i mean we're, we're we're not as popular as some of the big cities from a food standpoint but there are a lot of we're unique, no new orleans right exactly but we're unique in, in a lot of different ways so between donuts yep pizza beer definitely beer chili burgers yeah i guess yeah there's some people that will, that okay. will say that um now are, are you skyline gold star I like Gold Star actually better. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I think it tastes better. <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've I've tried them back like 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 I'm gonna get a bowl of each, and I just found Gold Star to be better. I know, oh, so you did actual taste tests? Yeah, yeah. It it, <laughs> it, it mattered. Wait, wait, where did you do this at? Uh, I think I went to the Skyline in Saint Bernard and the Gold Star, um, and like. The border of Bond Hill and Avenue, like okay. the the Gold Star by you know by where you grew up at. Okay, yeah. so you you took it home. Yeah, and like man, like you said, like you know, split it with my mom. So it's like it, here's half of this, here's half of that one, and then also oh, together, your mother. Yeah. Okay. I did that with the who um, she pick. Uh, I don't even know. Okay. I just no, I I enjoyed Gold Star better. Yeah. I tried the ones on Hopple Street. You know, there's um, Kent Washington Chili, mm-hmm. and then there's like U.S. Chili. Mm-hmm. That's right near the boxing gym I go to. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I I did a taste test with those, and um, U.S. Chili won. But I don't think either of those is, is good as Gold Star. So you think Gold Star is number one? Yeah. No, what, Pleasant Ridge Chili could possibly beat beat either, but I think Pleasant Ridge Chili and Gold Star are neck and neck. I need I need to get a. a uh, do it, do a head to head. They they've been circling each other for years, but they refuse to face each other in in the ring. What about the actual conies? Because uh, you're, you're talking about the chili itself, yeah, yeah, which I think's one taste test. That's true. I don't know. I, I don't really do the conies. You're not a coney guy. Well, I, I usually don't eat pork since Brand Newbie's album dropped. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> yeah, so I I haven't had I haven't had pork or. You know, red meat in so long, I I couldn't even tell you yeah. what. I mean, I'll do a I'll do a, a a hot dog on occasion. I'll do a you know, and then the, they got beef hot dogs. But I mean, certain place I don't care. I, I'll I'll you know what I'm saying I'm not I'm not strict strict with it. But I probably don't eat pork more than psh, twice a year, maybe. But th- I think the one thing that Skyline did to to really kill it was they got attached to to youth sports. Yeah, and from and that, a theme song and the, the marketing behind that just. Left Gold Star in the dust. Yeah, for whatever reason, Skyline, and because the 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 logo is the actual Skyline of Cincinnati, it seems as though Skyline is more of a local product, and as if Gold Star is like a a chain as opposed to, mm-hmm. and, and and Gold Star is like Gold Star is set up like a chain. Like here's how our, our places look, while Skyline would just post up in like a. a you know, a, a retail storefront in in the middle of you know Vine Street or whatever, and that's just that's just now a skyline. It looks almost like a mom and pop did it, right? As opposed, to like here's our distinctive architecture or something like that, so. right? Now, Mario, your choice: Skyline, Gold Star. It just depends on what I'm getting, because uh, always for me, I just always been weird in uh, in this way. It's Gold Star Coney's Skyline Chili. Okay. I don't like I don't like the wheat buns that they use at Skyline because they they tear apart so easily. Mm-hmm. 
versus the golden. And you're a rough eater. No, no, no. Because if you let the like, if you let the coney and the chili sit too long, then basically it's just gonna fall through the the wheat. That's bun. true. Facts. But the golden bun will hold up longer from Gold Star. But if if I'm just talking the pure taste of the chili is Skyline. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking about uh, opening up my own place. I'm going to call it Gold Line. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to be a combination of both chilies? <laughs> yeah. the, 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 that, that's the secret. You, so, oh, you know, all, you, all you have to do is then would, would, would be to add chocolate to, and cinnamon both to the chili. That's what I heard that it has, has chocolate and cinnamon and um, Skyline. Yeah, it's chocolate and Skyline and cinnamon and Gold Star. Okay, all right. You live, you learn. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. <clears throat> now we, we've had this debate before with with pizzas, and I and I. Yeah, you know your Dewey's on mods, and I don't know. We just gotta. You I mean you have to have bonds. So that's the problem I don't like about you, because I've had your Dewey's, and you haven't had my my mod, so it's not really. I don't feel we're, it's it's a fair. Where's the Where's mods? There's one over in, in Anderson by TJ Maxx that would be in your neck of the woods, yep. and there's one. Um, and, I know where and, that is in Oakley. Yep. That's the that that one's right next to the Chipotle and Smoothie yeah. King. Yep. And there's a one in Oakley, next to um, the Krogers, the big Krogers in Oakley, the newest Krogers in Oakley. Okay. I yeah. think I think that a slept on pizza is Adriatico's in Clifton. See, I had that in college, and you got and sick of it. I I didn't like it then, and I don't like it now. What are your uh, thoughts on La Rosa's? Too sweet. Yeah. I don't like the sauce. I grew up on La Rosa, so I love it. Three, four, seven, one, 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 one. Yeah. Um, the the problem with Adriatico's is the I I thought it was it was too thick. Okay. And it was just the it was a spongy and uh, you know my my old roommate Sam Dunn shout out Sam Dunn he loved every Monday night Adriatico's. large oh he, oh it was religious. I don't like a bunch of crusts. Like I really like Donato's. To me, is is I've never had a bad pizza at Donato's. I like agree with Donato's that. Donato's sure. might be the most consistent pizza around. Like I I choose Mods because Mods is so thin that it's like I can eat pizza every day and it's, it's still within like their their solo pizza is like. I don't know, 280 calories. Mm-hmm. So that's like, you know what I'm saying? That's like a normal meal. Like as opposed to like if I was to get the exact same thing for like Pizza Hut, I feel like, oh, this is like an, an indulgence that right. I like don't need to be eating this like more than like once every couple after. weeks. Yeah. So that that's why I'm so down with, with mods because like I can eat pizza like any other like, you know, yeah. like eating five chicken nuggets and just be on, on with my day. Now, back to your La Rosa's thing, I've just always thought that their sauce was, was too sweet. Yeah. For, for my liking. It was almost just like sweet pizza. And I understand some people like that. Yeah, and it's I, not it's not bad. Well, all pizza's good almost. Like I've never had like like a a, a a seriously problematic pizza, but considering it's probably the most popular pizza just because of, you know, there's so many locations or whatever that right. I feel like like I just wish they would they would just switch up on that and, you know, everything would be good. Once again, La Rosa's, like Skyline, figured it out. Youth sports. Okay. They got heavily involved with youth sports, man. That's, that, that, that's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the ticket. Now, think about it. That's, uh, that yeah, that mean, is it. I mean, so many people. But I mean, I, I consider La Rosa's to be youth sports more than anything. What You know what's crazy? I, I went to a, uh, it was like this, basically like a, uh, a review or whatever for La Rosa's last year. A review? Well, it was, yeah, it's like you go in like a focus group. Yeah, okay. I was part of like a focus group for La Rosa's. Uh, I'm pretty sure you had to sign NDA over that, Mario. But no, <laughs> but I'm not going to talk about exactly you know what the issue is. But you know, one thing I thought about is how many people do you know that really going to like a pizza restaurant and sit down now? I feel like pizza is more something like oh no, yeah, so it's less, on the go. Because you know, back like back in the day, I won't lie, like I remember growing up. You know, after like a basketball game or something, as a kid, or well, I played football, but after like a football yeah, that game, is true. Like you know, we'd go get a pizza mm-hmm. and like, yeah, that was like a restaurant experience. Yeah, but, like but, like eating a pizza was like like going to Cheesecake Factory. But or now I feel like if you go into any La Rosa's 
like you don't even have chairs. with a group of people. No, like you could go sit in the booth or something. But I, I guarantee you, it's not going to be more than like four other people in there, and nobody in there is going to be under the age of thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if you if you're going out to La Rosa's, like, really, what's the deal? Like, I can see if you're like, this is what we're doing for lunch at work or whatever. So a group of us are going there, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think too many people are really going. You know what I'm saying? Like well, treating think, a pizza, Rhea, as, as though it's a restaurant nowadays. And if you if you look at Blaze, which is sad, that, that's the big yeah. thing about Blaze now. You know, people are wanting to go to Blaze because it's quick serve pizza. Yeah, you, you can go down the line quickly and, and get and out. Blaze is extremely good too, by the way. Yeah, they do a good job. LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 good pizza, and it's fast. Where's the nearest Blaze? I know it's one way out, and I don't know, like Fields Hurdle. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the only one. Okay. Well, I'm out there again. I need to go. It's it's, it's near my dentist. I'm normally in a in a. It's right by a the different Express. a different mood after you know your mouth is like dentally in junk afterwards, so you don't really feel like getting down with a pizza after after that. But yeah. Oh, when you get it cleaned and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. kind of like pasty. Uh, yep. Yeah. Now, one of the things we we've talked about food of of pizza and and. Um, Skyline and Gold Star, but the one group that's had this the the ice cream game on lock is Graders. Yeah, um, and, and and specifically with Graders, the one thing that blew Graders up was when Oprah. It had already been blown up in this area, but when Oprah, okay, um, started talking about Graders and having it shipped to her, uh-huh. that that went to a whole that, that took Graders that's to a whole them, another level. Were they national before then? I, well, I guess not. She was shipping it. So. She was having it shipped. I don't know if they were shipping prior to that. Yeah. I don't know that. But, of course, Oprah brought it to a whole yeah. whole nother level in which you start having people around the country, like famous people, asking to have yeah, they stock you know, Graders. It, yeah. Right? Yeah, Graders is now national. but I think Graders is, is pretty good. I don't think it's like the best, but it's pretty good. I like Graders a lot. Graders is better if you have it head-to-head, but like... You know, you don't really need to to know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like homemade ice cream, the, the brand homemade is like really quality as well. So it's kind of like, and you know, Ben and Jerry. So I don't know. I don't think Graders, Graders is better if you're just going, but for the price point, because like sometimes there'll be like a guy in Graders. Graders is expensive. You're just like, what the hell? Like, is this, this, you know what I'm saying? Like, is this going to make me a better person? <laughs> like Graders would be like $8 and, and the other joint would be like 4 And yeah. you're like, come on now. Like, yeah. this is this is extreme. Like, like I know it's slow churn, guys, but am I paying $4? Right. Like, I pay double for that slow churn? Hey, the, the, the golden vanilla from UDF back in the day? Yeah. <sighs> Boy. <laughs> Like I said, UDF ice cream is, is on point. The day they came out, cookies and cream, it, it, it needs to be be on, on the kind or someplace because that that was that was a that was a, a, a game changer, a holiday right there. So you want to you want to know like a, a very interesting thing? My very first job was at an ice cream shop. Okay, I worked at Cold Creamery. Mm-hmm. Which one? In Tri County. Tri County. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's still there, isn't it? No. No, it's been down for like years. Okay. No, no, it ain't been down for years. It's been down well, for years. Well, maybe like two or three years. No, it's ago. been like four or five years. Now. Okay, all right. But I was wondering. I mean, they 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 fought a good fight. Yeah, but all right. So the greatest ice cream invention I cannot find anywhere like put together, but it it is coffee ice cream with Oreo cookies. Okay. If you ever go, to, I think I think they have one down in uh, Newport. Newport still. Yep, it's still there. If you go there, you got to get coffee ice cream or Oreo cookies. Glenn, do it now. I don't read. I'm not a big fan of coffee though. You don't drink coffee at all. Mm-mm. I'm I'm not either. I don't drink coffee, but the coffee ice cream with the Oreo cookies. Trust me. But I mean, that's the king. I don't think that would beat the normal cookies and cream. Though, I, pr- I because, promise you, it will. Because the base, the base of the the normal cream ice cream is better than the base of the coffee ice cream. This is what I'm saying. So, so I look, I don't know what it is about the mixture. Cause like the coffee ice cream by itself is just okay. Cause I don't really like, you're saying, I don't you're like saying it's not, it's not one plus coffee. you're saying it's not five times, five plus five It's five times five. Yeah. It's trust me. It's, I, I don't know. It, I don't know what it, it is. It makes everybody better. It's like magic. You put magic Johnson on the team and everybody else is, 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 is <laughs> past the ball as well. <laughs> exactly. It's like, 
you you insert Ben Simmons and you automatically yeah. make the playoffs. Okay. And by the way, Sixers balling. Yeah. Well, they, apparently they've played nothing but losing teams except for like the, the Cavs, Cavs and and, yeah. and all and all the and Cavs and the Nuggets and they was both at home or something like that. So it's so don't so don't take that as as, as a a natural sixteen game winning streak when you've been playing against wins a win, I guess. But you know, we said at the beginning of the year we had Ben Simmons. Like obviously, no one had had Donovan Mitchell, so it's right. You know, so we might be right about that. But if I'm right about that, and I was right about the process, and and if if Cleveland goes to us guy to the finals, I'll, and you know, I've already said that was gonna happen. I'm gonna be right about a whole lot of stuff this year. There's gonna be a lot of stuff that I'm, I'm gonna be telling people how right I was. We didn't we didn't make any bets, right? No, we didn't make anything. Okay, good. Other than that, that Sacramento thirty. That was that was you and Mario. Hashtag, your love is kings. <laughs> All right, biggest villain in it's, Cincinnati history. Wow, Joe Montana. I was thinking more local. You're talking about who's a villain. I'm saying I'm saying who's a villain of of people who Cincinnati should hate, but you're saying people within Cincinnati who. Yes, but I get what you're saying. I don't know who who would that be because someone like Pete Rose. But that's what I'm saying. Pete Rose is like an anti-hero, but Pete Rose is beloved as much yeah. as he, he's hated. So yeah. it's tough to to see anyone. Well, I don't know if people actually hate him, but they hate what happened. Yeah, but Pete Pete Rose is is I don't know. Like you know, because the the most recent thing with him him sleeping with the underage girl that kind of like takes. Yeah, like like Pete Rose up to then is kind of like a lovable rascal. Like like he does bad, he does right, he does wrong, but he doesn't do bad. But now that's kind of like that's bad. I really feel like Pete Rose is going to end up. I, I just got this feeling like a Cosby type of story. Like I feel like stuff's just going to keep coming out about okay. him because of the 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 time frame in which he was famous. And the stuff that he could get away with, yeah, as that stuff starts to creep out, yeah, history's not gonna he's not gonna age well, no. with, with a lot of. But like I said, I don't think there's much beyond that. I I, I would hope. I keep saying I'm gonna do a think piece on on the fact that Oscar Robertson and Pete Rose both wear number fourteen, and how Oscar Robertson's basically never really done anything wrong, but he's viewed as kind of like 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 a uh, curmudgeon in, 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 yeah. in many ways and not really like a door. And then Pete Rose has done like all these things wrong, but yet can do no wrong in the eyes of his supporters. And Pete Rose is born here, but doesn't live here. Oscar Robinson wasn't born here, but does live here. Oscar Robinson been married for 50 years. Pete Rose is probably on his third, fourth wife. I think we need a documentary. It's really crazy. Like, 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 I never, like, I never like, thought about it. I mean, it, it Obviously, you could cite the racial dynamic, but you could also just cite the what what we value and how we like like choose to treat people according to you know whether they're just kind of you know charismatic or not. You know what I mean? And because Pete Rose is always charismatic and seemed to be having a good time, we adore him despite his flaws. And because Oscar Robs always seemed to kind of like not be enjoying himself and kind of like tolerating to be here. Yep. We treat him less, even though empirically he's probably a, a better person than Pete. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. So it's, it's a crazy thing. We need to, we need to invest in that further. We need a documentary. No doubt. Biggest villain. My opinion. Okay. Is Mike Brown. I can see that. I feel like even if even if it's not Mike Brown's fault, they're gonna blame Mike Brown. Yeah, well, Mike, there's a uh, there's something admirable about the Bengals organization. Just straight up, not giving an f about what you feel. And wait a minute, how's that admirable? Because sometimes you can't you can't make moves based on the public sentiment. Sometimes you just have to say like. We got this. This is our plan. And I'm not asking you whether you like it. I own the team. Like, like of the 32 teams in the NFL, literally no team has the wall of secrecy as the Bengals do. There, there are, I listened to a, a gang of, like, NFL, like, quote-unquote experts, and they're just like, we don't know what the Bengals do. 
We don't know. And I mean, it would be some, it would be one thing if you're like a failing franchise, you know, and granted in the nineties we were, but like the Bengals have been in maybe top 12 teams of the past 15 years. And like, nobody really knows what, what they're on. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's hilarious. I, I, I respect it. You know what I'm saying? Even though, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't Mario say that's working. <laughs> Mario, why are you shaking your head? Because I don't respect it at all. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the moves that the moves that he makes sometimes are laughable. You, like, well, I, first of all, they don't make moves usually. It, that, that, no, they they do make some. They just make bad moves. Well, you don't make bad moves and make the playoffs like five out of the past seven years. They had a chance to draft Deshaun Jackson, and they drafted Jerome Simpson because the length of his hands. Okay. So, so you, you tell me, you tell me where where's the value in that? Well, I mean, but I could pick out a bad move. I could, I could pick. They had a chance to draft Jerry Rice and didn't. I could pick every team and pick out. Yeah, I mean, guess who had a chance to draft Tom Brady but didn't? Every single team they, in, yeah. in the NFL. So five times over. Mario, yeah. are you real quick? Mario, are you a Bengals fan at all? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't rule against them. Okay. I, I, I like the Bengals. So I'm I, just an Eagles fan. We know you're an Eagles fan. Now, do you want to be a bigger Bengals fan? I don't necessarily want to because I'm already a dedicated Eagles fan. Uh, I, I hold no – I mean, there's no – He has no ill will towards yeah, the Bengals. because, I say, okay. first of all, it's an AFC team. Second of all, I mean, I, I like – I want to see them succeed. I would like to see them win a playoff game in my lifetime. Okay. Now, Meech would want – he wants to be a Bengals fan, but he just can't get there with Mike Brown. I can't get there. It's, it's frustrating. And, and you don't like the coach either. <laughs> well, depending on what they depending on what they do with the twenty first pick, they might be able to win you back over. Because I don't I don't know how much longer the rope is on Dalton as much as it is on Marvin Lewis. Are you saying you think they're gonna they're gonna go quarterback there? If if Lamar Jackson is still there, I think they will go quarterback. I don't. Well, you know the new not to veer off too far, but the new thing that's going down is that if you got a quarterback and he's young enough, like if he shows that he's good in the first to second year. You basically stack your whole team off of short-term free agents because that contract is so affordable that you can, you know, because normally once your quarterback is good and demands the money, that's it. And that's basically what the Eagles did. Like you got you got a second-year quarterback, you you fortified it with a, with a with a uh you know reasonable price backup, and just loaded up on all the other positions and made their run. And that's what like the Rams are doing now. So. I mean, I'm all for Lamar Jackson is the next Michael Vick as far as like someone who's just fun to watch and hopefully mm-hmm. he doesn't um, dogfight. And I'm I'm all I'm all I'm all on like whoever he's the he's the next like super fun player to come in the league. Yeah, no, I, I I agree, and I also feel like he's a more accurate passer already at this point in his career. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, you, I, give, I, you give Dalton protection. He he he. He's no, a, no, he's I'm, I'm saying he, I, I'm I'm saying he's more he's more oh, accurate I, passer the, than the Michael Vic, Vick was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, coming no in, doubt. Like coming into the yeah, league. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, you know, a lot of people that, and they try to downplay his accuracy, but his his accuracy percentage was just right below Baker Mayfield's. Yeah, for this past year, and he also statistically, if you look at the numbers, he had a just as good of a season as Baker Mayfield. They just didn't go to the college football playoffs. Because he had a worse thing. Yeah, I mean, say he won the Heisman last year. He doesn't need to prove anything. Yeah. All right. Now, we did a we did a little survey on Facebook. Okay. Just a while back, and this is just a, this is a side note, real quick. On when you think of Cincinnati, who is the one person you think of that represents Cincinnati? Yeah. You remember who the winner was? Pete Rose, right? Pete Rose. Yeah. Easily. Now, and back to back to Big O, Oscar Robertson. You and I have said this before, and many times we've talked about this. If if Big O had somebody, gosh, 15, 20 years ago, let's just say, mm-hmm. that was in charge of his PR and marketing. Yeah. Oh my God. It'd yeah. be such a different it'd be such a different game, I think, for him. But I mean, they would have had to have gotten him around like nineteen eighty or whatever. I mean, because he's not, you know, he, he never really pitched for products. You know what I mean? If you just had just like like, you know. I know. But I mean, what what can be said? So what about Marshot? She 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 what do we think of her as a villain? Marshot with with the right PR, Marshot could be made into a, a heroic person because I think she's the first woman to ever own a major league baseball team, right? I don't 
Don't know that. I know she was the only woman at the time. And I don't believe that all of the the things that came her way as far as negativity were purely based on something she did, but also a a, a, a boys club feeling that she shouldn't have been a participant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I always felt her somewhat of a sympathetic character, you know, despite the, the more problematic a- aspects of her personality. Where do you where do you see uh, Jerry Springer? I don't know. Jerry Springer is such a. I mean, the fact that he was once the mayor, and it seems like being mayor of Cincinnati isn't like a tough thing to do. Like all the city council things. Like, like Alex, you could be you could be on city council in in like for real talk. Like if you if you said I'm putting down the 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 basketball thing and I'm gonna focus on politics and be city. I mean, you could do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just get like one donor and just be like, "Yo, here's a commercial," and I'm like, it doesn't seem that tough. Like, part it's just kind of like being out in the public, being kind of you know, like you're at least as popular as PG Sittenfeld was pre pre <laughs> his run. You know, I got you. If, if Alex just says like, "You know what I hate? Hate Cincinnati potholes," and people are like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're da- you're damn right, Meacham." <laughs> Well, I went to school with PJ too. Oh, oh, for real? Yeah, we were younger. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Yep. Tell to put put you on. <laughs> fix these potholes. Yeah, get it f- together. <laughs> that pothole initiative. That's yeah. all I'm concentrating yeah. on. Forget, that's, what, that's the platform forget, I'm running on. Forget the racial unrest. Let's get these potholes. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's go fix the racial problems. Yeah. <laughs> the racial problems start with potholes. <laughs> now, speaking of All that, streets matter. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> So, and speaking of that, let's talk about neighborhoods. Yeah, within Cincinnati, and I'm going to talk about one one specifically, and I want you to talk about one. I want you to talk about, and, and this is one I don't know as much about, but Amberley Village. Okay, and I think that's a unique area in Cincinnati. You agree? Yeah, uh, it's like a, a it's just an affluent area, and there's there's really there there's like Ridge Avenue, and you get to a certain point where it becomes like, I think once you cross, like before you get to Galbraith and I forget the two streets, but there's, it's like you turn off of Ridge and it's almost like an enclosed neighborhood. It's not enclosed, but it has the feeling of that. And it's just like, here goes every house, um, 700,000 and up. Right. And it's just dope. And it's like, you know, it's like its own little world. There's no sidewalks and it's like, like I don't know, I I used to, I drive around there sometimes just to see what I can see. Like, oh man, this this is just just nice homes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's weird because Tom Jackson lives in Amberley Village, which is extremely random. Okay, does he? Yeah, that's crazy. I like know. no one know. A lot, lot of people don't know that that ESPN former ESPN <laughs> Tom Jackson lives in Cincinnati. Tom Jackson's daughter dates one of my friends. Okay, yeah, just saw them the other night. Oh, okay, yep. So, um, this other guy that used to work at ESPN, he lives here too. Does, uh, does he say, you know, teach? No, I, I've never, I've never met Tom Jackson. I know his daughter well. I okay, just, I've never come across him. Teach sometimes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I met him when I was uh, when I was working at Tri County Mall. Artie's a great dude. Yeah, no, he was really. Nice. How did he end up in Cincinnati when he played in Denver and went to school in Louisville? Is he from Cincinnati? No, he just said he, he said no he likes the you know he likes. The city of Cincinnati, like it's not too big, but it's not like really small. Okay, he says just it was a, a great place to raise his family. Okay, or, I've know. never seen Tom Jackson's out and about. You know what I'm saying? That's somebody you would think that you kind of you know run into. Would see. I want to talk about and Mario. I'm going to ask you to talk about a neighborhood here in a second. I'm going to talk about Indian Hill. Okay, that's one of the areas I go and I go and run in the richest neighborhood in in, in Ohio, right? I don't know if in Ohio because Cleveland's got a couple. Like Shaker Heights is like super nice, right? Yeah, because remember the old mafia money was up there. Yeah, so they've got those uh, those neighborhoods. But yeah, but Indian I mean, Hill, it's got to be. Yeah, Indian Hill is is so nice that you can't even see the houses from the streets. You just you just ride through a forest and you just assume like, man, they got they got something <laughs> back there. Like I, I don't really know. Like it's not even fun to drive through Indian Hill because you don't get to see the the, the homes. Yeah, you know you, what I mean? You just got to go and just drive up the driveway. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not, not, not as a black man can't 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 just be <laughs> be, be doing inquiries. See, now that I got a decent car. Like before, I, I felt like I could not do it. Like I wasn't even driving to Amberley Village with, with the with the Suzuki. 
because it just it just felt like <laughs> like this is. I mean, it just it looks suspicious. Like obviously, no one yeah. no one here is driving, you know, a car with a blue book value of of you know twenty five hundred dollars in junk. Like mm-hmm. it's not you know. But now I, I drive up with impunity. <laughs> I drive. I knock on the doors and say, "I'm gonna be driving around. I'm gonna be having a look around this yard, sir." So so every Sunday. I go and jog through Indian Hill, and I've been doing that, gosh, nine, ten years now. And I start at Given Road, and I, I jog Given um, all the way down to Spooky Hollow. And I pass over Camargo and, and all, all the different um, streets in which they're, they're just beautiful homes. Now, a lot of the homes on Given, you can see. Okay. When you get off Camargo and some of the streets, they've got so much land yeah. that, that, that separates it. But the great thing is if – and I've done this a couple times. You go onto that Google's map. You got to do that, do the street view. Oh, man. And in the areas in which I jog, I, I mean, I see the front part of the homes, but then to go to Google Maps and just look at yeah. the, the whole yard, it's crazy. It just, and the thing that people don't realize is when you grow up around nice stuff, it just makes you feel better about, about the world that you, you're in. Like, like I, I tell people, like, if you're poor, Go just go nice places that are free mm-hmm. because it just looks better. It just it just makes you feel better because your surrounding is of a certain quality. You know what I mean? Like right. like if you're gonna if you got a car and you feel like walking, go go to like Alt Park. Go to like the nicest place to walk. Don't walk in you know in the hood because it's just it's just depressing. You know what I'm saying? But you walk someplace nice, like oh yeah, this is you know this is this is the way the world should be. You know right. what I mean? Right? Yeah. Mario, what's your favorite neighborhood? Wind Terrace. Nah, uh, Wind Terrace. Uh, nah, <laughs> I've been through, but you know, I, I don't really. I don't know if I really have a favorite neighborhood. I I mess with Wind Terrace. Wind Terrace don't ain't, ain't 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 as violent as it used to be. Shout out, shout out to Wind Esty. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite neighborhood. You know, I just I live in Coleraine, so like in that area, so okay. If you could, if you could live in any area, any neighborhood in Cincinnati, Mario, what area would you live in? I don't know. I mean, I kind of. Well, if money's no object, then I know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I kind of like the area because it's like it's in the middle of everything. Like one direction, I can go be in like the Springdale Forest Park area, or I can just go to like the city if I take the other direction. You know, so I, it's kind of like in the middle. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, Coleraine not in the middle of Cincinnati. Uh, it, it oh wait a minute, is. you're talking about Coleraine, like that area. So like, if you could live anywhere, money wasn't an object, you you would build a really nice home in Coleraine. Uh, I, I don't know, probably. Uh, it just depends. Or I mean, I, I like living in Wanna Hills. Wanna Hills is cool. I, I, live, I live in Amberley. Shout out, shout out to uh, Fulton Avenue, but yeah. If I blew up, I, I'd live in Amberley because it, it's still that that's century le- located for something nice. You know what I mean? Like I. Ideally, the the problem is the 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 range of house that I would like to have in the niceness of such. I don't feel is really any place like close. I don't always have to build the house that I would want. You know right. what I mean? What about Westchester? That's a pretty nice area. Yeah, but I'm saying, but that's far out though. That's what I'm, not like like I almost feel like buying two houses on a street. In Pleasant Ridge, and then building a house in in the in the lot that is acquired by the two, like a four hundred thousand dollar house. You know what I mean? But but not like most houses. Once you get to like super nice level, it just seems like it's too much house unless you just got cake cake just to keep it keep it up and everything. Mm-hmm. And I said I don't I don't I don't want to you know do a whole lot of yard upkeep. I'm just strictly about I might. I, I literally might buy AstroTurf and just be like, yo, here, here, here's ten grand AstroTurf this joint, and I, I'll replace it in seven years with with no, and I'll never gotta gotta lawn mow this joint. So money's no object, Amberley yeah. Village. Yeah, I think so. Money's no object, Mario Coleraine. Probably so. Yeah. Or or Westchester. Yeah. And what about you? Indian Hill. Okay. For sure. Yeah. I get. I'd get one of those. Houses that you couldn't see from the street, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're all about? Yeah, that's your Suzuki couldn't drive up. Well, I mean, but like, say, you grew up in, like, Paddock Hills. Like, Paddock yep. Hills is a nice 
that that that's like mm-hmm. the level of like because it's, it's the community is like within its own thing kind of in like on, on enclave and mm-hmm. like you know like the the nicer houses there are real nice like some houses are just like super average but like there's some that are like okay this is this is kind of dope and like like if i could if i could bump that level of home up maybe 20 percent mm-hmm. then i'm like okay th- th- this is what's up gotcha yeah gotcha yeah This concludes part one of episode 46 of the No Further Comments podcast. Be sure to check out part two coming tomorrow.